The GXP Podcast is brought to you by Generation X Productions. Generation X Productions is your premier DJ, photo booth, and uplighting entertainment company in the northeastern Iowa area. Since 1995, Generation X Productions have been providing exceptional wedding services, corporate events, school dances, and bar and nightclub services that exceed expectations. Go to gxpdjs.com to book your event today. GXP Podcast. Chatting with the coolest people from across the Midwest who do some awesome things. We've been at this a minute. <laughs> and that's the podcast. Thanks for coming out. See you next year. Yeah, we love it. Now, here's your host, Brian Lee. gentlemen hello can everybody see me oh my gosh you can see into our podcast now welcome to the gxp podcast ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us in these uh rare and and uncertain times so uh you know what we wanted to continue the gxp podcast like we said we were gonna do at the end of february we're gonna take a month off in march um uh actually worked out, didn't it? I mean, but now here we are. We're going to continue the GXP podcast. I got help from some great friends of mine today. Uh, Mr. Mike Schulte from um, Coldwell Bank of Realty. And uh, I don't know well weird. if you know What's that? You said like Coldwell Blanca or something Coldwell like that. Blanca. Well, it's copyright infringement. I didn't, I didn't you know, Coldwell Blanca. Coldwell Blanca. Um, yeah, I don't know what else anybody would know you from. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us today and uh, helping us out here. We also got Shane Lunsford. And Jeremy Jacobs, welcome to the GXP Podcast, everybody. Hey, thanks for having us. Just trying to figure this thing out. Yeah? Well, you can't watch it on the screen, I don't think, because I get confused. Sorry, you oh, guys. Yeah. You guys, I'm the only one that can see this. Sorry, guys. I, I can see what's going on. I can, see, I can our... see what's going on, too. Yeah. Well, I can see the Zoom. I'm just, I can't see the live. Like, oh, yeah. So I won't it... be able to see comments and stuff. That's all right. <laughs> That's okay. 
Yeah. So uh, this is kind of our first go at doing um, a live podcast here. And uh, like I said, I wanted to keep the podcast going here. So thanks again uh, for Mike Schulte for playing producer today. Thank you, man. It's it's a it's a role that I just I relish. I love this stuff. <laughs> you, you're good at it, man. I just I don't have anything to do with my life right now. So anything creative that I can do, just let's do it. So you're nursing a hangover, so you had a good night last night. Uh, were you partying with the Poor Tornadoes? I, I watched their live set, uh, or at least two of the four. It was more, um, I was just, my my heart was full. Like, seeing yeah. my, my bandmates play some music and seeing that people loved it and they were watching, it just, I, that bottle of whiskey just, whoop, let's just keep pouring it because I'm feeling so good, and now it it hurts. Shout out to DSM TV, man. Like, that looked awesome. It sounded awesome. Uh, Jerry was okay, but Mason Jerry's was okay. great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, to quote Jerry. Pete Wilcox. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was a super cool thing. I, and everybody's been doing these live streams, whether it's been DJs, musicians, um, even podcasts now and everything else. And, uh, you know, it's really neat that people have the opportunity to do this now in this day and age, you know, with what's going on. But uh, I was not expecting to see uh, a show like that last night. And uh, I looked into some of more of uh, DSM TV's shows and, and, and they got their shit on hold, man. I mean, they're locking it down. It's, I mean, the, the, the talent in that room, if you guys have it, if you don't know what he's talking about, go look DSM TV live. They essentially just took over a TV studio that's currently not being used because it's just not being used, and they just the the this is easy for me, right? Like, oh, just get a zoom in there, and then you put a logo up there. But what they're doing is mind blowing to me. It's yeah. it's it's amazing. It is somebody chimed in last night and said that they watched the Garth Brooks uh, live stream, and they're like, "This is better." Not not the music, but like the the broadcast yeah. is and, better and than the music. that. And, and the music. <laughs> that got a lot of people saying, "Thank God that drummer is not there." That's what I heard. <laughs> Little do they know the next Pork Tornado stream is going to be just 45 minutes of Mike Schulte doing paradiddles. Same beat. Snare, the whole thing. Well, you guys did something that you uh, paired all four videos together I just seen today, actually, right? Uh, yeah, dude, that's uh, that's Jeremy Jacobs' uh, child. Did Ian come up with that, or did you yeah, come up with that? it was Ian's brainchild. Yeah, as with many of these cool projects, Ian came to me, and he's like, dude, we should cover a song and do the video thing. And it was so funny because I sent a message. I was like, what if we got Schulte to do drums? Cause I've been seeing you did some recorded covers and I sent him that message. And five minutes later he goes, dude, I already asked him. <laughs> and then like 10 minutes after that, you're in there and you're like, okay, here's the drums. Here's the video. Here's the audio. We're going to put this together. I'm going to do the video. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like Mike Schulte just took over and it suddenly became this super cool, like high level production thing that happened in 45 minutes. So that's, I got a glimpse into how the world of the pork tornadoes works. <laughs> so Mike, was that uh, one of your recordings you were doing for your drum podcast? Yeah. Well, that, that was what was crazy. We did Second one. Yeah. We did one episode. Uh, we did that out of exile song by audio slave. And then we're saying, Oh, this turned out pretty cool. Let's do some other ones. And, I think Jeremy said, how about Royal Blood? And I'm like, well, funny enough, I already recorded one of those because the electronic drums are fine. They sound okay, but there's nothing like an acoustic kit properly oh, mic'd in really a studio. Good. Yeah. So I said, well, well, let's use it. Yeah. That's so I, awesome. I don't know. Is the plan to, I mean, I think what we should do from here is like start getting more guests involved and like yep. the next one just do like maybe have our core band band, you know, like core musicians doing our parts and then have like somebody coming in so we yeah. were thinking about it but i don't know this is all just sort of happening at the speed of 
our thoughts. So it's well, going and, really fast. And Brian, like you were mentioning, this is just a whole new era for a lot of people and a lot of businesses, the music business being one of them, yeah. that that people are in a scramble. You, you notice that uh, the music world's just like, this is how it is. It's easy. You just go out and play shows. But all of a sudden, everybody's kind of forced to do something. When, yeah. Once we realize, oh, this isn't just going to be for two weeks. And, and you see a lot of it it's i think it's going to be true for every business and every kind of era but but if you don't learn how to adapt right now in the music world i don't think you're going to make it i i think when this is all over you'll you'll be forgotten about you you know it's funny you say that because i had a, a fellow dj a, a buddy of mine and he's like hey bro are you going to go live and i'm like I've been going live for 25 years, but uh, I wanted to do something a little different. So that's when I kind of reached out to you guys and said, you know, let's let's do something that that I can. Hey, I'm still alive. I'm not in the hospital, but uh, you know, I'm not just spinning records, which I, I love that. A lot of people like that, um, but I just wanted to do something a little different, you know. Well, and, and keep in mind too that the reason that these are all working out so good uh, is because people don't have anything to do, and there's there's absolutely right. starving for anything. Out of the ordinary. I mean, I couldn't believe how many people were watching it last night and they were making comments like, you don't know how much this means. We're, we just wanted yeah. music and we were supposed to see you live tonight, but this is great. And so anything we can do to provide entertainment, I think is just a huge plus uh, to help people's uh, mindsets moving forward here. I agree, man. I agree. So thank you guys again for uh, taking time out of your busy schedules here. I know you got stuff to do. I got nothing to do, man. <laughs> no, yeah, we're in we quarantine. Don't. Come on. We, we don't. You know? <laughs> uh, this is awesome. Shane, man, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Last time we so, talked, you know, we did episode 50. Well, I saw you earlier today and I was wearing my mask and yeah, we were through the glass. Yep. Through the glass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how it's got to be, you know, shoot. And that was fun with less. <laughs> that guy had a lot of stories. It was awesome. Dude, it was great. It was great. I don't know if you guys heard episode 50, but if you know Les Olhauser, that, that was an awesome episode. <laughs> it really was. Les is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, you know, besides trying to not go stir crazy, what, what has everybody been doing besides Netflix? I mean, is <laughs> you know, obviously, Mike, <laughs> you, you got some creative stuff going on here, but I, I want to hear from Jeremy and, and, and Shane and, and see what you guys been up to. Uh, well, you've been uh, looking at it, just sitting here, <laughs> drinking a lot of beer every night, of course. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, we actually, when, when all this sort of first hit, we sort of had the idea, because we originally, our Foo Fighters tribute band had a gig booked at Tailgaters on March, what was that, the 28th? Yeah, that's right. That was at, like, the very beginning of this, when stuff was just first getting shut down, and it was, like, right when they were closing, like, big gatherings and stuff. So all of our gigs got canceled, and we were like, well let's try and do like a live thing. And originally we were just going to record it down in our practice space. And then we sort of got to talking and Shane, you had to like talk to Otis who had to talk to someone at like the governor's office. Or well, something. he called I, the governor's office to get it cleared. Yeah. Smart idea. So we, well, yeah. up, I mean, we, we got the space reserved and we just set everything up and, and did this big live show. And, and uh, you know, I had been seeing some live Facebook live things showing up, but, you're totally right. I mean, it's everybody's just looking for something to do, even if it's just tuning in on Facebook and watching somebody. But I think what's really interesting about it is, um, you know, like Mike brought up, it's it, this is the way the music industry really is changing because if you think about years ago, the only way that anybody got to really notice what you were doing is if you were really, really good because 
you know, you didn't have all the technology and everything that everyone has now to yeah. make it all perfect. And and it seems like nowadays everything gets lost in the sea of like, you know, everything's totally perfect art and all that stuff. But now it, it's almost like you got to be good to pull off a live stream. Like what, uh, uh, what the guys were doing last night for the pork tornadoes stream. It was like, those guys are really, really good. And it shows. And it's like, if you don't have the chops to back that up these days with all this live stuff, like people notice. So it adds a little bit more pressure, but I wonder how that's going to impact like the whole. I was going to ask you guys about that show at tailgaters because without the, without people in a crowd, without people singing along, without having really any feedback, except for the people who are behind the cameras that has to have an effect on a performance. Not if you drink enough beer. And we were just like, whatever. This you, is know what what? Is. you know what, Brian? I think for me, it was a different experience than I've ever experienced. And we didn't know what to expect. Right. But when you start playing the first song and all of a sudden you just see the amount of people watching, you know, going up and going up. And uh, uh, we had people out at the cameras and at the lights and everything, you know, reading comments to us and asking us questions. And it just it was a whole different uh, adrenaline rush, kind of like what Mike said earlier. Um, it was like you were playing to a big crowd, but just different. <laughs> well, and the weirdest thing was, too, so around the same time, the Foo Fighters had announced that they were canceling their run of shows that they had just announced in, in uh, early summer, like May through June. And so I posted a link to our saying that we were going to do this live stream on a couple like Foo Fighters fan groups. And all these people had responded. So throughout the night, I think it was like two thirds of the way through our live stream. I just said into the mic, I was like, okay, wh where are you guys watching from? And we were just reading off the chat log and it was like Australia and wow. England and Switzerland. Scotland. I mean, Scotland. Yeah. Like California, New York. I mean, pretty much any state you could think of. And then Mars. everywhere around the world. And uh, so cool. It, yeah. I mean, it was playing to an entirely different audience in, but it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. So, I mean, with all this going on right now, there's there are some positives that are coming out of this. I think there's a lot of positives, actually. And we're not yeah. talking about cases. We're talking about good things. <laughs> a lot of positive cases. Oh, man. <laughs> Too soon. Yeah. yeah uh, right. Mike coming in clutch with the sound yeah, effects. Yeah, I got sound effects, guys. Don't that forget about real. that. Nice. <laughs> Well, uh, I, I got something to add to that, though, too. There, there's a real – the way my brain tends to work is a plan for the absolute worst because if it happens, you're, you're, you're prepared. Uh, but if it doesn't, you can – everything feels great, right? So, like, there's sure. there's a real possibility. I was talking with my wife tonight that, that like, we may be – no bands may play shows for the rest of the year. I, I mean, like, I know that seems insane, but it mm -hmm. is very possible that – there'll be no no more than 50 people allowed in any public place for like the remainder of the year. And and so, you know, I, I talk with a lot of musicians. Where's the like, volume setting to turn him down? I don't want to hear it, Mike. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Come on, because then when it doesn't happen, you can be like, told you. But like, the, the thing is, is that you see a lot of people that are like, we're going to be fine. Our show in two weeks, we're going to play. It's like, Oh yeah. If and if you and if you here's the thing too. If you're if you're thinking that that means you're not planning ahead and you're not rebooking shows. A lot of these places are rebooking their shows. Like okay, instead of April, yep. let's do July. If you're not doing that, you're not going to have any dates. And that's what I meant right. earlier about if you're not if you're not planning ahead for the worst, you might get left behind in this situation. 
Well, and not only not only people that you know are out in, in the in the nightclubs and the bars and everything, but what about everything else? You know, the weddings that are booked through the you know spring, summer, and fall. I've already had two or three different weddings that we had to rebook or or book till next year. Um, you know, so this is this is messing up a lot of people's plans that they've been you know planning for sometimes years. You know, I mean, all all the festivals, everything, you know, fairs, all that stuff is going to be affected. I mean. It's a scary time. Well, and, and one other thing, too. Uh, did you guys see 8035 was canceled, uh, that festival in Des Moines? Um, th- there was a lot of people wondering why. And, and the problem being is that people are counting on all these tickets to be sold now, you know, building up to yeah. these festivals. And think about, like, Jones County Fair. What if what if we come out of this at the end of June? They haven't sold a single ticket for, for yeah, three no. months. So how can they guarantee that their money is coming in? Right. I, it's it's going to be a weird summer, and with every passing day, I just it just well, yeah, calms me out. It, it really sucks. I mean, because I, I almost think more than anybody, I get so down in the dumps when I know that something a show is going to be canceled due to weather or whatever. And so when all this happened, I mean, I was I was really depressed for a while. I was like, I am going to be so mad. If I, I think we're the it. same guy, Jeremy. I think we're the the same role oh, in the band. I know, yeah. But the thing is, the thing that I have to keep reminding myself is. You know, as long as this goes, it's going to suck for a long time. But the second that that, you know, that we're able to do our thing again and then we're able to book that first show, just think about how hungry everyone is going to be. Like, no one is ever going to take a live nope. band for granted ever again. Nope. Like, there are going to be so many people out of those shows just looking for any excuse to get out of the house. It might, like you said, it might be a long time, but <laughs> the one piece of hope that I'm holding on to is that when this is finally over, whether it's in three weeks or three months or a year, it's going to be great when we yep. come back and all the bands are going to be firing all, on all cylinders. Cause they're just going to want to, they want to be back. I mean, we want it just as much as everybody else does, but that's the one thing I'm kind of holding on to is that people are going to be really excited once we start playing shows again. Yeah, I, I, and I hate to play devil's advocate here, but what if people don't have the money to go out? And what, what if I'm the places about. aren't going to be around anymore because they were forced to shut down? And if everybody floods the the live music scene, how is that going to be divided up between between a community and a market the size that this is? We all know what we're working in, you know. So we got to be careful on how we approach this when this does end. That's why we host a giant festival. Every band in Iowa, <laughs> it's going to be a 12-day festival. Admission is $5. <laughs> the real Nubo Evolve. You heard it here first. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, I just think about those things. It's, you know, if, if, it, if it got lifted on May 1st and everybody was allowed back out, we'd probably be okay. But if it lifts in August or November people's money's going to be low. I know mine will be. Well, no, I yeah. feel like they'd still have enough money for cover charge and a beer. I mean, I think at that <laughs> point, you know what I'm saying though? No, I mean, I it's hear like, you. I hear you. But yeah, if, you're right. Like a hundred, a hundred dollar ticket to see like a, a big festival or like a big band coming through. That's going to be tough. So like sure. the bands at the bigger levels are really going to be struggling. Cause it's like, you know, people might not have the, the expendable cash to put down for something like that. But if it's a local band, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are just going to be looking for an excuse to come out and do whatever. I agree with you. Yeah, good call. I hope so. Yeah. But I like to have at least one or two beers at a show. 
Well, you better start saving then. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, bars are going to raise their prices my too. Anymore. <laughs> going to stop throwing my aluminum in the yardy or the uh, recycle bin. So, yeah. I can't even take those in right now. I heard. Yeah, you can't even take stuff to Goodwill right now. Right, that makes sense. It does make sense, but it's things like that that we take for granted, right? You know, my daughter, uh, she had her 13th birthday party or 13th birthday over the weekend, and she cleaned out, and she, she she's in this whole phase of redoing her room, and she wants to get rid of all this stuff and sitting in my garage, and I'm like, man, how long is this going to sit here because I can't get rid of it? You Just know? burn it, man. Yeah. Not <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of pink to burn, I think. I don't know. AVP I might doing some dumpster runs myself, so. Yeah. Well, you know, we got to do what we got to do right now. It's cra- it's kind of crazy. It's, it's crazy. not kind of crazy. It's, my, uh, it's freaking crazy right now. It's, it's not. It's so weird. Totally crazy. My daughter and her boyfriend uh, live in Mexico. And so they came out here just before stuff blew up because they didn't want to be stuck there. And so they've been like working around my house with uh, like tiling floors and painting walls. So I mean, hey. all, I'm getting a whole like remodel done at my my place. <laughs> so it's a good way to look at you know more positive outlook. A lot that of people is, are getting stuff done around their house for sure. That is true. Yes, yes. I am gonna rake the uh, the rest of the leaves that uh, I didn't rake up in the fall tomorrow or Tuesday or Wednesday. It, just, it really doesn't matter to be honest with you. But and I should probably pick up the dog shit sometime. Nah. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been you know, since it snowed. <laughs> Just mow over it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't rained enough either, you know? <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Mike. Yo. How's Sergeant uh, Meow Mix <laughs> lot? Mix a lot? Mix, you, mean, mix a lot? you mean Sergeant Meowenstein, the greatest black yes. cat known to man? Yes, yes, yes. He's uh he's actually kind of he's great but uh I'm noticing like he kind of looks at me every day now he's like why don't you leave like, yeah, don't you, you have used, shit to do man you used to leave all the time <laughs> and life was great when you left and now you don't what's going on here this guy right here he has been so happy that I've been home because <laughs> the only thing he does all day long is sit and cuddle with us and so this is like his heaven pretty much because we've been home for like two and a half weeks and he just sleeps on our laps yep. all day, every day. Don't you think, he's don't you think that's the big difference between dogs and cats? I, I used to only be a dog guy. And then I, I, I finally came to appreciate cats. And I think what I really like about cats is they're very like human in the fact that there, there are mood swings and sometimes they're just in a bad mood. Sometimes they're in a good mood where dogs, I mean, nonstop, Always good mood. You you kick yeah. a dog in the face and he'll be like, dude, I'm sorry for getting in the way of your foot. I'm so sorry. I just come on, man. Like, dude, give me one more chance. You kick a cat in the face, he'll remember that for the rest of his life and take that months. out in you. It takes months for them to get over that. Yeah. And maybe that's what I've grown to appreciate about cats is like, I gotta earn that love sometimes, you know. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's that's one hundred percent true. I know my dog looked at me the other day, like with these squinty eyes, like, "Do you get fired, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, man. <laughs> I got that off a meme. I didn't make that up, <laughs> dude. I would have owned. It. You should have owned it. Oh no, because I've been called out. You know, <laughs> I would have given creator you of that meme is watching this stream right now. <laughs> yeah. well, I took my joke. I think there's like 14 watching, so it could be one of them. It, well, yeah. it, it, we could get taken down like I, like the live stream I tried to do Friday night, you know, because of some weird copyright laws. Like somebody owns that meme, you know? Right. Yeah. 
Thanks, Brian. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if we can't have fun, what are we doing? Right? You know, <laughs> cheers to that. Yes. Who's that? Who's that weird looking guy up in the corner of the screen? <laughs> <laughs> nice, Mike. The ball guy. Oh, <laughs> I, for a he while there, I, uh, I had you uh, here. Like you'll see it eventually. You give it about ten seconds. I had a nice little little surprise there for you that you would have seen at one point. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> it's so weird. See yourselves on on Facebook, I guess, like that. I don't know. I, I think it's kind of weird, but hey, what do you do? Do, do you guys find it strange, though, that, uh, you know, we're, we're all performers. We've all played in front of uh, lots of people, and it's it's normal. Where, But being on Facebook Live and the unknown of not knowing who's who's watching and what they're thinking about you makes me, like, I'd rather play in front of 20,000 people in a stadium than be on a live broadcast with five people that I don't know what they're thinking or what their right. faces they're making right now. It is a little nerve wracking. And I've heard a lot of people say that when they, when they go to perform live, that it is nerve wracking. Like what if I screw up right now? Totally. You know, what do I have to fall back on? Nothing. You know, I don't know. What do you got it, there? It doesn't bother me too much. I mean, I, Whoa, it's nice out <laughs> road hog. <laughs> Somebody's taking the muscle machine out for a ride, I guess. <laughs> No, I don't know. I mean, live streams never really bothered me that much. The nice thing about Facebook specifically is if you do a live stream, you're like, whoa, I messed that up big time. You can always just delete it and not post it. Yeah. So like, yeah, for the five people watching, they'd be like, mm, that maybe work on that a little bit. But, you know, it's, I think it's much scarier to work on something for a really, really long time, like to, to film a video and edit it and put it together and all that and then upload it and then have it be, I mean, cause the internet's forever, right. You know, and you, you, it's cemented there. And then once you post it, that's the scary one yep. because you spent all that time creating it and perfecting it and all that stuff. When it's live, it's like, oh, whatever. I mean, yeah, I messed that up, but it was just, there and it is got, and it's done. You got a bunch of couch critics out there that are just relentless too, mm-hmm. you know, that may not have any knowledge about anything that you're doing, but they're going to pick apart the smallest thing. Yeah. It kills me, man. That's yeah. the worst just makes you stronger there you know no not me no not you. <laughs> negative feedback is like my kryptonite man I just, <laughs> it makes me wilt it was cool last night though they had there's a few different things going on live yeah. i know uh, our friend dan franklin was doing some video watch party and dude shout out to God. dan franklin dan can i do a legit shout out to him right now because that guy is like the best dude in in the span of like six months this guy just bought a camera. He's like, I want to get a new hobby. So he bought a nice Canon camera. He talked to our friends, uh, Drew Wood. He talked to Drew and he's like, what kind of camera do you use? Got a real nice Canon camera. And he's like, I just want to get out and start shooting photos. And just picked it up, started learning about it and everything. Talked with some other photographers in the area and just started going to shows. And like, I was trying to explain to him, like you will be every musician's best friend in this town. If you take photos of their band, because we oh, are yeah. all egomaniacs like we just want to see ourselves doing our thing <laughs> and dan man he is ride or die dude he's one of my best friends and he's he comes to all our shows with us and he's just he's the raddest dude ever and uh, he's gotten a lot of videos from our last our past performances and other bands too like um faux doubt the the no doubt tribute and then a couple other bands that uh you know he's gone to their shows and stuff and so he did like a little video showcase last night where he like posted all the videos that he's from the shows that he's gone to. And uh, it was really cool. Yeah. 
Damn a watch well. party. We were all at my yeah. house eating and drinking and watching it and yeah. bouncing between that and pork tornadoes. And I, someone else had a live thing going too. Dan Medeiros, the the, the Deaf Notes guy. Yeah. Which he did. By the way, he I did. was I, I wasn't coming to see the Fresh Fighters. I was going to come to see the Deaf Notes at uh, Tailgaters. Thanks. Of course. Thanks, buddy. I've yeah. seen you, okay? I Deftones, like if you're if Foo Fighters is your favorite band, Deftones is my favorite band. All right, all right. I love the Deftones <laughs> and Foo Fighters. Oh, duh! I'm giving you crap. Yeah, no, I know it's fair enough. I love the I love the Deftones myself. Yep. You know, a fun fact about Dan Franklin: he used to be the pitcher on our slow pitch softball team for several no. years. Dude, okay, hold on a second. This is this just got multi level. Dan Frank. The only reason I met Dan Franklin is because shout I out number two. Shout out number two. Hey, Dan, how's it going? The only reason I met Dan is because I joined a softball team as like a free agent, like I have any sort of talent. I was just like, I want to play softball. And they put me on this team with Dan Franklin. He was the pitcher. I was like, this guy's pretty How rad. long ago was this? Like two years, two and a half years. Okay, no. So this was like five, six years ago. He's been doing it for a while. Yeah. And but like, that- well, go ahead. He, I mean, yeah. No, I we, we had this thing. I said, you, you strike out, I think, six people in a row and I was going to give him my truck. I think that's what the deal was. <laughs> you take it too. I you haven't seen his truck. He's like, it was funny. He got the four or five and he's like, I'm looking at that caddy. And I'm like, shit. Dude, he's no joke, man. I mean, there's an art to slow pitch softball. Yeah. Like you think it's just lobbing the ball, but there's, no. there's a lot of skill involved. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I started hanging out with him. He was like our pitcher and I was like, this guy's pretty rad. So we started hanging out some more and then, you know, we joined a basketball league together, and now he's, like, one of my best buds. And we he sleeps on the bottom bunk in Gigi's room. Yes, he does. Well, top bunk. I got bottom bunk. There's plenty of room <laughs> for activities. John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, but seriously, I mean, I'm sure Mike knows all about this, but it's cool when you have somebody that travels around to all your shows with you and helps – you know, he basically is our one roadie. He does everything other than, of course, the support of our wives, which is awesome. But <laughs> as far as somebody that really, he's not getting paid. He's just coming for the party and he just, well, dude, you know, and does the heavy have, lifting and takes the photos and drinks the beer and has a blast. To have like a pro level photographer come with you to every one of your shows is huge. Yeah. I mean, like. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Mike, I mean, like having that level of like nice photos to post from every show is a huge deal. I mean, that really takes you up a step. So, I mean, without him there helping us out doing that, I mean, it, you know, he, he really brings a lot for us. He's a strong young, young pup too. He's got some muscles, so he could probably uh, help lift that giant uh, base cab of Shane's probably, right? I mean, basically we just feed him Bud Lights and it's like he gets stronger and stronger with everyone. I don't know how it, how it works, but. That happened to me Uh, last night, but it was whiskey and now I I don't feel strong anymore. I don't feel strong. (laughs) So I think Ian just, just joined and said, uh, said thanks for the compliments. He must just be starting at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, you can't do uh, that. AJ Vins says, Jeej definitely seems like a power bottom. <laughs> okay, AJ, oh. what you have to realize is that I generate so much power from the bottom that it supports. <laughs> not what he's talking about, I know. So much more room for activities, right? Exactly. I'm jealous that he's not on this podcast. <laughs> oh, dude. So who do you help? 
who else do you have coming up on this uh, on the show? I mean, I know it got interrupted big time, but do you have some of the guys that you had booked wanting to do some live stuff? Well, and, and you know, I'm going to reach out here. I wanted to see how this went and uh, see some of the feedback from it. Um, you know, and we're recording the audio for this, too. Is that correct, Mike? Uh, no. No? Oh! <laughs> well, no, no, no. Keep You're in fired. mind. Uh, oh, my! I think my internet's getting weird. Anyway, uh, keep in mind that we can, we'll still have this audio. We can we'll get still have this the audio. audio and so we'll yes. release this as a podcast then as well, too, for the for the listeners out there. But, um, you know, we had uh, Dave and Bob. Uh, from the- no. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. Well, <laughs> whoops. I just thought of that now. I was like, shoot. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Self-burn. It wasn't on me this time. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it was. Actually, I think it was. It was. Yeah, it was. Sorry. <laughs> no, but uh, we we're planning on having Dave and Bob from Need Pizza, uh, you know, this Best week yet. Um, and uh, we also uh, talk, we're going to talk to Jameson Long um, next week uh, as well, too. So as long as this goes well and uh, people like it, uh, we're going to continue to do our podcast this way, even if we have to do them audio you know, just through the phone or whatnot. Um, but I think, uh, I think this is a really neat way for people to kind of see that we're, 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 we're actually communicating with each other on a live level as well too, you know. Speaking sure. of Jameson Long, uh, you're talking about the same, the musician also, Collins Community Credit Union, Jameson Long. I don't know any other Jameson Longs, but is that who we're talking yeah. about? Yeah, he, I think so, yeah. <laughs> major shout out to him. Um, his uh, Collins Credit Union is such a great uh, bank. And he's been uh, very instrumental in helping uh, sponsor some Port Tornado shows. And they were supposed to sponsor our show last night, which was supposed to be at Woolies in Des Moines. And once that got canceled, I was like, oh, man, you know, sorry. And he's like, well, we still want to move forward with helping you guys on however we can. Uh, So if it's a live broadcast, cool. Keep our sponsorship money and, and, you know, help raise, you know, help you guys out. And it was it was. It's, it's really hard to do things like that without help of uh, sponsorship and local and, and it's been hard I don't know if you guys have spoken with local uh, businesses but you know they all want to help but if money's not coming in it's pretty it's a tough tough world right now to, to part with money so to have a to have a local credit union like that that was willing to help us out was super huge and he was that That's big awesome. catalyst on that That's great Hey have you guys we, seen uh, Tiger King yet? What? Tiger King? Has everyone seen Tiger King yet? Well, oh, before yeah, yeah. you do the spoiler, we have two episodes left tonight. Okay, no, How I'm not going to spoil it. Finish it. Yeah. No, I didn't. I just saying, just in case. No, I was going to mention if, like, so, so everybody that has seen it, even if you haven't finished it, you're you're in awe of how this is real and how insane people are correct. This like, is actually happening in the world. Yeah, yes. yeah, and yeah. it's not made up. It's not fabricated. Um. The the for me the OG Tiger King is the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. Has anyone I seen heard that? of that? Oh my god! I haven't, I haven't seen, it, seen it yet. Uh, oh, I want to watch it. Uh, no, it's a just just production. do it. Yeah, it, it was is the Jackass yeah. crew did it, and because yeah. I think yeah. they met, I think they met these guys just randomly, and they said, "What is this? And who are these? Is this real?" <laughs> and, and it's just like an hour and a half long documentary, and it. It blew my mind more than Tiger King did. To t- I'll really? just come out and say that. Like, and it I, was I before there man. was shock factor. It was just like, here's a documentary. You know, it wasn't like nowadays with Netflix where it's like, oh, we got to do all these episodes and we got to get people to watch. This was just like, here's a documentary. What do you think? Wow. It well, is with, freaking crazy. Yeah. With, yeah, I'm with Tiger thoroughly King, enjoying it. 
with Tiger King, I feel like there's a lot of characters in that in that series that are like, there's a camera here, so I've got to be the most Joe Exotic that I can be. Yeah. Like he's putting on his best performance for the camera for that thing. But I mean, at the heart of all of it, like there's a really crazy dude. Like Joe Exotic is a wild guy. Who's here's a question for you guys about Tiger yeah. King. You're not gonna spoil it, but what who's your least liked character? In that entire that show. bitch Carol Baskin. Okay, uh-huh. are, that's your number one. That's your uh-huh. number one. Come no, on, man. That's not she's my number words. one. She's number well, two that, for me. Either her or her milk toast husband. Dude. He's number three. I don't like him that much, but he's scared. Milk toast. He is scared. I, mean, I don't know. On. I think the long ponytail guy's a is a dick. The uh, oh, the yeah. one with nine wives. Yeah. He he was uh, okay. My 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 big deal girl. is the, the Jeff guy. That that guy that took over the park. Like the dude that oh, yeah. dresses. Like dude, I know people that look just yep. like that. And I was oh like, yeah, and then they go to tailgaters. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, 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 don't narrow it down too much, man. They're gonna. No, I just mean we see them here in town, and they're wearing affliction T-shirts, and they have spiky hair. The, okay, the bandana with the baseball yeah. hat. I mean, that's a deadly combo. Isn't man. an Oakley hat on top of it? It's, like, yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah. bad. Yeah, I hear it's going to get worse too. I don't want. Don't give me any clues, but it just, I hear he gets cascades, it gets man. pretty bad. I guess what got me more than anything was the references to Iowa several times. Oh, he's got. Oh the yeah, cup. he's got a the Iowa Cup. Yeah, and the girl from Ames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and it's just like, what the heck, you know? You know, what's crazy is is uh, when I was growing up in Dubuque, my parents had a friend, and out by Potosi, Wisconsin, and she had like panthers and cheetahs and all this right so the whole time i'm watching the series i'm like when is this lady gonna show up like she has (laughs) she didn't but yeah it was it was kind of weird you know uh we got a we got a great uh comment here coming from aj he said i thought i could get away from tiger king by listening to a local podcast but (laughs) f me right thanks mike (laughs) aj with the spicy takes i had i had to just like i had to breathe some life into this you know tiger king right of course. That's the only Sorry, AJ. I don't understand his next comment. Shade upside down on the back of the tattered hat. What? I don't know. I Sorry, don't know. AJ. I don't get that one. It's okay. I'm not, I'm not sure <laughs> what that The means. bedazzled jeans I do get, Ryan. <laughs> nice. I mean, it's, oh. it's safe to say that Jeff likes five-finger death punch, right? Are we talking about uh, Dorf? No, no. Well, yeah, Jeff Jeff Rogendorf does too, but I'm talking about Jeff from <laughs> Tiger King, the okay. affliction guy. I mean, he love he's got a. I did hear an interesting thought about that though. Was the only normal person in that entire show was the drug kingpin that Scarface was basically made about. He was like the most normal dude of anybody. Remember, like oh. they went to his like little compound. The yeah. best dude, my favorite guy was the guy that was missing his legs that had the prosthetics. Oh, yeah. And, and that guy was the real deal. He was. That what about was the, the coolest girl, dude. The girl that had one arm, and she's like, she was super two cool days too. later, I'm back to work. Five. That's, the key. Unbelievable. That's the key to be a, being a cool person in an exotic animal zoo well, actually, is like having a missing limb. Well, and, actually, it was a dude, not a girl, but yeah. Oh, was? She was trans, right? Or he was trans? Or I don't know. Yeah, one... I got confused. Well, there was yeah, there was some drama because they misgendered him. Yeah, gotcha. But, yes, my bad. My bad. No, I mean, never mind. Let's just not even. Get into it. <laughs> but Jeremy, Jeremy, I got a question for you. All if, of a sudden, we have fifty watchers. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, if you had uh, if you had to bet 
if if you had a thousand dollars and you had to bet yes or no that that dude got his uh, legs bitten off by a by a crocodile or a tiger, you would have said yes, right? Well, yeah. And then he was like, "It wasn't a tiger." No. And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "It wasn't any sort of big cat accident." I was like, "What?" And he's like, "It was a zip, zip line." line. <laughs> like, come on, dude. What? What are the odds? No well, way. when you zip line on meth, I mean, <laughs> that's well, very true. It's true. Ooh, you lose your Speaking life. of, I mean, our good friend Sean Pryor got cut by a chainsaw today. Wait, what? Is Sean Pryor on meth? No. Yeah, what? how is that a transition? <laughs> no, we we're just talking about uh, people getting their legs chopped off. Sean now Pryor we're back, got now we're back cut to the by a chainsaw thing? today. Is he okay? Yes, he's fine. He just got a little chunk out of his hand. Ugh. Oh, jeez. He yeah. needs his hands. He plays guitar. I know. Dude, imagine if that would have gone south. That'd be bad. Dude, we love my you, Sean. Are, hope you, my hope hands you get are better. insured for two million dollars. <laughs> a lot Not of people really. do that. No. So, how do you make a claim? You just lose a hand and then say, "Give me two million bucks." You do. You do one of these. You're like, "Hey, I uh, need money." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, other- what what you drinking there, uh, there, Jeremy? Uh, I am drinking. Huge shout out to our good oh, friends. What is that? This is Clock Fighter. This is a New England style IPA from our good friends at Clockhouse Brewing, downtown Cedar Rapids. Todd and Blake Vile, uh, they brewed this in collaboration with you, Mister Shane Lunsford. With and, us, and uh, this is our um, Fresh Fighters beer. And I have a couple cans left over. They're actually selling these cans curbside right now, aren't they? Yeah. So right now you can go there Monday through Friday. Um, from three to six o'clock and on Saturday from 12 to three and you call ahead of time and you order what beer you want, anything that they have on tap, they will can for you in a crowler and you can pick it up. And they're actually, their prices are very reasonable right now. I think uh, it's five bucks a can and they're, you know, if you go get pseudo Sue or, you know, King Sue, you're going to pay for 20 bucks for a four pack. So, I mean, and you're helping the local people, you know. So we want to help local businesses as much as possible. Todd and Blake and uh, Carrie have been so kind to us and have done so much to help us. And we just want to, you know, give back to those guys. So if you are looking for some beers, um, you have to wait till tomorrow, but three to six every day. I need to go get some. I think I'm going to go awesome. get some tomorrow. Also, hey, Mike, maybe you know this. Um, we're sitting around the house watching – I don't know, Tiger King or something. And we're like, we need some pizza. Where would we go for local pizza? Do you have, we're, we're doing our sponsors right now, everybody. <laughs> but no, seriously, because I want to. I don't want to just order from Domino's or something. I want right. to you know, order something that's local. I think Need Pizza is closed. Yep, Mr. B's, uh, they're, they're doing it every day. Um, if, if you want to make the trek to uh, Mount Vernon, Lincoln Wine Bar. Yeah, that is good pizza, but that's pretty far for me. But yeah, yeah. But it's, you know what? Get out and take a drive. It's nice out, and you know, and uh, call Make ahead. Me. No, I'm not making you. Up, but <laughs> but you can also pick up wine and everything else there too. So uh, Jesse Sauerbrei with Lincoln Wine Bar and his team there, they're doing a really good job. Especially being in a small town, that's got to be even more difficult. You know, your community is that much smaller. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, anybody that's doing curbside, I know I'm doing. Uh, I do billboards here in town. So we just put up billboards recently and every two days we're going to be sponsoring uh, a different restaurant, a couple different restaurants and that are doing curbside and just getting their name out there and their phone number. So you can call and order food from people 
And uh, so you you said uh, the pizza from Mr. B's. They have great Chicago style pizza. They especially do, especially locally. Yep, their euros are really good too. So are their calzones. Are they delivering um, or just doing curbside? Um, I I do believe they are delivering. I don't know what their radius is. Uh, right. But uh, I just see Jordan post every day that they're open for for curbside and delivery. Um, and they do have really good pizzas, great prices too. AJ just yeah. said Tomasos is appears to be open still, and that's a oh great, really that's a great good. spot. And that's really close. So they have what two locations around? There's one Three? in Marion, uh, Hiawatha, in Marion. and there's one near me, I think, Marion. Yeah, so there's a couple different locations. That's awesome. That's really close to me. Well, yeah, there you go. If you want some good uh, homemade scratch food, uh, and you're on the northeast side, Old Neighborhood Pub is doing uh, curbside and delivery in a small radius as well, too. Do you guys think, uh, do you think wherever, if this keeps going on, do you think eventually maybe the restaurant biz might get kind of shut down from the the takeaways, or do you think that they'll keep doing that? Like, I'm guessing in New York and L.A., they're not maybe doing that, or they are, or maybe? I'm not sure, yeah. I know that some restaurants have definitely closed down from even doing takeout or carryout. Um, you know, they just shut down altogether. So, Hey, do you guys like, uh, Mexican food? Obviously the dumb question. Yeah. Uh, my favorite Eat tacos seven days a week. Yeah. Oh yeah. My favorite he being does. Los Compadres. I, I, I'm a big fan, but I went there last week and they sold me legally sold me a gallon of their margarita mix. A, <laughs> wait, wait, with alcohol. No, 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 no. Just a, ga- a oh, gallon jug okay. of margarita mix, no okay. alcohol. A 750 of tequila, a 750 of triple sec, a bag of ice, a thing of salt, and two limes. Wow. For twenty five dollars. Fifty one dollars. Seven hundred and fifty pesos. Fifty one bucks. <laughs> Fifty one bucks. I gave him a hundred dollar bill and said, "You just saved my life." Wow. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Wow. I'd pay a hundred bucks for that. Any. I would have given him at least a five dollar tip. <laughs> at least. No man, I know that. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, the Mexican place right over here hacienda i think we're giving away jugs of wine we're not giving them away but like really cheap big jugs of wine i'm gonna check out tonight is via's patio in marion the best have you ever been there via's patio yeah it is good yeah Yeah. dude okay that restaurant had a fire yep two months back yep they had their grand reopening like two weeks before (laughs) the coronavirus thing yeah If those guys are still open, I'm gonna hit them. They, up they are. They are definitely open because I got them yesterday. Okay, then I'm do, I'm doing it tonight. That's I've got to have it. You know, similar Dude, similar patio story. Is legit, man. They're so good. It, you, you feel bad for businesses like that. Yeah, they were closed for six months for renovation after a fire, and then they opened up, and this is what happened. There's a what do you uh, do? Yeah, what do you do? There, there's a bar down in the Virgin Islands uh, that obviously got killed by Hurricane Irma and, and Maria a couple of years ago. They they rebuilt for a year and a half and opened up like two months ago. And now they're they're shut down again. He's like, you literally can't script this. It's not possible to write this story. It's amazing. It's crazy, man. That's crazy. You know, a lot of these restaurants, you know, they don't have anything else to fall back on. That's their business. You know, yeah. I mean, luckily for us, you know, we all have day jobs and everything. Whether you're working them or not, you know, there's systems put in place so they say, um, you know, to get us a little bit of cash. But, man, I mean, could you imagine putting everything you had into a business and then literally the state tells you, nope, you're done? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel I feel for everybody involved. And, and you know, not a lot, 
a lot of people are, are making a big deal about the the nurses and the doctors and everything as they should. My mother's a nurse, and uh, you know she's in her sixties, and I'm like, you don't need to be around this stuff. Uh, but yet she still works forty hours a week. You know, I mean, we got to give a big shout out to the people that are out there, all the retail workers, um, everybody that's working at a Hy-Vee, Walmart, or Target or anything. I mean, God dang. I mean, they're being worked to the bone right now. It's tough. That's right, man. I bet Hy-Vee's so. hiring. I could go get a job right now if I wanted some extra time. I think they'd hire also me at Walmart. Weird, though. You'd have to shave your beard. Nope. So I'd be like, non-negotiable. Do you want me or not? And they'd be like, we want <laughs> you. We, d- we need you. <laughs> well, funny story, but uh, I may have more on that next week. <laughs> Maybe next week, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> think no, about but- the mailman. That's still doing everything. Yeah, yeah my sister, uh, she, you know, and my brother-in-law are mail carriers. Uh, my daughter's uh, aunt. Touching and, everyone's and, packages. And and they still got to be out there doing it. That just sounded really weird. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> also, um, and my good, friend, <laughs> my good friend Jordan Meisner's, you know, doing the trash pickup yep. still. And... Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah. So, you know, all those people are in our thoughts, obviously, you know, um, as, you know, entertainers and musicians and everything else, uh, you know, some of this podcast was to come on here and say thank you to everybody that is still working and making sure that we have the bare necessities. Um, and so we'd just like to say thanks to everybody out there that is holding strong and, and, and checking in on these live streams and, and taking care of their families and, and staying inside. You know, I guess that's what we got to do right now, right? For sure, man. Shout out to my wife, who's also a nurse at the ER at Unity Point. So being out there, yeah, you know, seeing people that actually are testing positive and oh, taking she care of them. With Matt Kenny's wife, April. Yes, she does. Shout out yeah. to April. For Matt sure. Kenny, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but whatever you're doing. No, he's Matt, logged in. He he's logged said, in. He said, having... man crush Sunday is what he said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of, a lot of good-looking dudes on here. You know what I mean? There is. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. I mean, you guys are. I don't know about me. I look like a ghost. But Hey, uh... hey, hey. You were a king, all right? We're all <laughs> See, I like that's, your man. That's like my favorite thing. Honestly, that's like my favorite new trend of 2020 is guys just like, calling each other king have you noticed this <laughs> yeah. it's like a trend no yeah. like hey what's up king and i'm like i like it i like it i, I need have a little not, boost i have not heard you that. haven't noticed that people no. just dudes calling each other king all the time I'm like yeah okay. but after this quarantine i don't think that's going to be a trend anymore i don't know i mean well yeah who knows oh, know. tiger tiger king, king, too, maybe am i the tiger <laughs> yeah i i like it hey you're either a Tiger King or you're a Carol Baskin. Oh. Yep, that's it. You There's die a Tiger people. King or you live long enough to see yourself become a Carol. Schulte, what are you drinking? Uh, dude, I, I actually ran out of beer. Uh, I was panicking there before the episode started, but I found uh, wheat. Oh, man, I don't have mine reversed. Sorry about that, guys. Wheat big the Grove. Bitter. Yeah, it's Big Grove. It was a random, just small batch they made for Beat the Bitter in North Liberty, that little nice. uh, thing that they do, and I, I got I got some. I'm a big... I'm a big. We can big actually girl read it. Can it's, you? It's, yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's it's the right way. It looks backwards. To you, maybe. Okay. It's perfect to me. Yeah. Look perfect. Mine backwards. Oh so yeah. Sense. Dude, and how how many great breweries do we just even have just in our area? Not even Des Moines. Dude. Yeah. Not even yeah. the state of Iowa. Just Cedar Rapids corridor. It's insane. Well, that's and the thing. Just- I you know me and my beer. I I just love to drink beer, but I go to uh, High V. 
I don't even look at the side that has a billion different craft beers from all over the nation. I just look at the Iowa beers and there's tons to choose from. Like yeah. I could keep trying them every week and, and never run out, you know, big grove has got some good beers. It's super neat how Iowa became a craft beer destination. It started about six, seven years ago, uh, and it wasn't just with with um, Toppling Goliath, but that kind of kicked it off, you know. Sure. But you know, yeah, we we are looked at now as a destination spot for beer. Like people come to Iowa just to check out our breweries, and they've done a hell of a job making these breweries awesome. Yeah. You know, I mean, a destination point, you know, to where you're having yard games and food trucks and, and just amazing facilities. I, I think they've done a really great job. Agreed. Yes. Well, gentlemen, I'll tell you what, we're going to wrap this up for right now here. I think this was a really great episode to get us going here. Unless you guys have anything more to add, um, I would like to thank you guys for coming out and hanging out with uh, us today. Uh, everybody that's watching. And uh, I think we're going to have some more like this. It's the future. It's the new, it's the new era. We have to, it's our yeah. duty. Yeah, it's been good. We've had people watching the whole time and hanging out. And we thank you, Brian, for, for hosting us and Mike Schulte for pulling all the strings. You know, yes. I do what and I thank can, you guys. guys. You guys are amazing. Thanks for listening to the GXP podcast. Go to the GXP podcast on Facebook to listen to all past 50 episodes um otherwise you can uh search gxp podcast on apple spotify breaker google anywhere and uh, we're going to get the audio for this to make sure that's up there for people who um hopefully want to listen to the audio version instead of looking us talking to microphones so awesome thanks guys you're the man dude we'll see you guys later thank you guys thanks guys 